Located at the top of Wisconsin, Bayfield County is considered by many of the locals to be the wild side of the dairy state. This is a place of majestic beauty with national treasures that include the Apostle Islands, the natural wonders of its sea caves, and rugged sandstone cliffs that frame the clear waters of Lake Superior. This is Bayfield County Wild. Welcome to Bayfield County Wild. I'm Nancy Christopher, along with Mary Motif, Director of Bayfield County Tourism. Hi, Mary. Hi, Nancy. I think you'd agree with me on this. Wisconsinites are a hearty group of people, right? That is for sure. But enough is enough. I am so ready for the summer, and we need some warmer weather. Yeah, we could definitely use some more warmer weather. And no snow. (laughs) (laughs) There's a certain attitude we have to embrace up north, (laughs) and that's to have fun despite the weather, since you never know what that is actually going to be. (laughs) And I know we all take advantage of that. And one of the ways that we do that is to find some live music. Tell us about some of the venues in Bayfield County that offer live music throughout the year. Sure. There's um, luckily some great places to go and enjoy live music. So no matter what the weather, you can have a good time seeing one of your favorite bands. Legendary Waters is one of the places that offers year-round entertainment. And that's north of Bayfield in Redcliffe. It's the Legendary Waters Resort and Casino. And they have a big event center in on one side of the facility that has um, some really cool events throughout the whole year. Everything from they had a Hawaiian luau over the winter this year. They had an indoor powwow. Um, and then, of course, lots of live music there as well. In Iron River, White Winter Winery has some special events in the off season when they're not doing any of their outdoor concerts. And they do some really fun, special performances in the venue there connected to the winery. The Harbor View event Center in Washburn hosts lots of bands and special events throughout the year. And then the Northern Great Lakes Visitor Center has not only speakers that come and do presentations, but also performances from uh, musicians and groups. And so, yeah, lots of choices for places where you can find some live entertainment throughout the year. What about the pubs and restaurants for live music? Oh, sure. Absolutely. There are some pubs and restaurants in each of our communities that are kind of known for having lots of live music. In Iron River, the Battle Axe comes to mind. Great Um, night. (laughs) And then uh, the Snug and South Shore Brewery's Tap House in Washburn both have live music year-round. Uh, a bar called Choppers in Grandview, they actually are the ones that had the smelt toss in, in April. You're always <laughs> bringing like, up that smelt. Mary. Well, you know. You know how I feel about smelt. <laughs> um, and then um, both Lakewoods Resort and Studemeyer's Four Seasons Resort down on Lake Namakagan have music. And where can visitors go for outdoor music? Sure. When it warms up, even more places are hosting live music. And the deck at the Bayfield Inn is a very popular place for live music. And that's up on the, it's a rooftop deck. So you're looking down at the lake uh, and at the park there right next to Lake Superior. That's a really fun spot for outdoor live music. There's also concerts in the park right there. And I want to say that's midweek. They usually have those concerts in the park. And that's weekly throughout the entire summer. Both of those have a Lake Superior backdrop. And then uh, down in southern Bayfield County, the Rookery Pub in Cable is really a great spot for outdoor live music. They have this beautiful patio out back. So either before dinner or while you're enjoying dinner, um, you get to have live music outdoor on the patio there. And then another place that has a beautiful patio with a lake view is Legendary Waters. They have a really nice setup outdoors for live music. And of course, the biggest music venue in Bayfield County is Big Top Chautauqua. And when we come back, we'll hear all about it from operations manager Philip Anich. So stay with us. 
Looking for a unique adventure? Stay at one of Bayfield County's rustic and cozy yurts, located near the towns of Bayfield and Cable, and enjoy all that nature has to offer. Explore thousands of acres of Bayfield County forest and enjoy endless miles of exceptionally maintained, non-motorized recreational trails. Prepare to relax, unwind, and explore the wonders of the Northwoods, and then gather around the fire for a quiet evening with the sounds of the forest and a view of the stars surrounding you. These yurts are very popular, so book early. Reserve one at Airbnb or email yurts at Bayfield fieldcounty.org with questions. You can't find a more accommodating convenience store and gift shop than Bear Country. This is your one-stop store for all your supplies during your stay in beautiful northern Wisconsin. Located near Drummond Lake, just a short drive from some of the area's most popular campgrounds, snowmobile trails, and fishing and hunting opportunities, Bear Country has more than just gas and groceries. You'll find live bait, boat and cabin rentals, licenses, boarding goods, clothing, an ATM, video rentals, propane fills, and more. Bear Country is located between Ashland and Hayward in the Schwabagan Nicolay National Forest. For more information, call 888-847-7869 or visit northcountryvacationrentals.net. Mary and I are back with our guest, Philip Anich. Philip has worked at Big Top Chautauqua nearly 30 years. Thanks for joining us, Philip. It's my pleasure to be here. You know, I understand that you were one of the original members of the Big Top Blue Canvas Orchestra, and you continue to sing with the original house shows. Tell us all about that. How did you get involved in this? Well, if go back to about 1982, I was uh, with a friend of mine, Tim Cheney, singing at the Bayfield Library, and a gentleman by the name of Warren Nelson, who I knew slightly, he had migrated up here with some members of the uh, Lost Nation String Band. And Warren pulled me to the side and said, I wrote a song for you today. And I thought, what? What is he talking about? Well, it turned out that he had just written a song for a show that he was working on with his partner, Betty Ferris. The show was called Souvenir Views, and the song was A.A. Bigelow. And Warren thought that the timber of my voice was maybe what he was looking for for that song. And he invited me into that show, and I sang with it. And a couple of years later, he invited me to another one. And a year later, Big Top Chautauqua was formed. That was my initial interactions with Warren that led me to performing in what is now Big Top Chautauqua. Well, you must be good at it because you've been at it for a long time. Can you give us a little ditty? <laughs> <laughs> you mean sing you something? Yeah, just a little, just a little something. Okay. Some people say a man is made out of mud. Poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bones, a mind that's weak but a back that's strong. Oh, Philip, that's awesome. I love the sound of your voice. That is great timber. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) So you were performing the inaugural year in 1986. Tell us what that was like. Uh, It was (laughs) short-lived. I was in between when I first was invited to sing in uh, Souvenir Views in 83. I was postmaster at the time from 80 to 85 in Washburn, and I embarked on a change of career, and I was graduating from the U.S. Postal Inspection Service Academy when I got a second note from Warren that asked me to be in the show Riding the Wind, so I managed to take some time off in between going to my first assignment. Now, the following year, Big Top Chautauqua started. I was on the road as a U.S. Postal Inspector, so I had to fly in to do my show. And after that, they began working on the first of the Big Top historical musicals or the Big Top house shows, the first one commissioned by the Big Top called Take It to the Lake. And I had to leave that morning. I had to go back to my home in Omaha, and I was wondering at that time, geez, what have I done? Here they have this wonderful thing taking place at Mount Ashwa Bay where I grew up skiing, and I'm not part of this? I don't know, something was amiss. 
So you made sure that you were going to be part of it, right? Well, it took some time, but I eventually I changed careers and joined the Big Top entirely. And you joined them in 1989. Been there nearly 30 years. What all has changed that people would note? Yeah, I left the service in 88. So that third year, they had 86, 87. And by the way, I never missed a Riding the Wind. I was actually in Riding the Wind and Souvenir Views the first first couple of years. In 88, I quit when they said that I couldn't take time off to be up at the tent. So that summer, it was really quite fun. That was the year that we got our first big tent. I volunteered up there. I was in a couple shows. We also went down with our first brand new tent. We set it up down at Bayport, Minnesota for Mary Rice's folks. Uh, The Bill and Betty Hewling show, their 50th anniversary of their marriage. And these are the Anderson Window family. And uh, so it was really quite exciting. We had a brand new tent. Now we brought it up north after that show in the spring. And uh, there's no book telling us what to do. You just had a bunch of really diehard volunteers. You know, Carol and Sneed, Hank and Marty Cole, Thereen Gazdick. There's just a pile of people, very thin staff of people. And we were figuring out as we went along. It was our private club, you could say, in a sense. (laughs) And anybody could join the club by just showing up. Just really remarkable. We put on house and variety shows and brought in some other artists to embellish the season. You know, it was all porta-potties back then. Just a lot of things were kind of spartan, but it was remarkable. And there was just a great sense of, wow, we can we can do anything we want here. The sky's the limit. So when did you start attracting some big name acts? And who was the first really big name to perform there besides yourself? You know, yeah, yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> I've never been involved in, in selecting the acts or anything, but I do remember that Carmel Quinn, you know, the young people today wouldn't know who Carmel Quinn was, but right. back in the day when television was at its dawn, Carmel Quinn was one of the biggest names in the world. You know, on the Jack Parr show, that's when TV was, you know, just a few stations and, and just <laughs> exploding in every household. And she was just a wonderful singer, had a tremendous talent. Her timing as a comedian or entertainer was just remarkable. She felt in love with us and and she came a number of times but i remember we were selling out the space that we had and i went over to what is now ashland industries and i said i need some bleachers made and they said that's all overtime you got to talk to them i don't think you know i don't know what they'll say but i, I went in the break room and i explained our plight and sure enough if they didn't make us the uprights that we needed and i got some lumber from olson building materials and we managed to get those bleachers built and that was a good shot in the arm for us and helped us grow too so how many people can be seated at big top probably about 940 paid so it's pretty intimate It's very intimate. You know, some people would like a little bit more elbow room, but you're close to the stage. The theater itself is only 160 from one end to the other. The front row, you're about five feet of the entertainer. Wow, that's pretty cool, especially if there's someone that you just totally love to be that close. That's neat. It's really awesome, I have to say. And it's nice looking out there, you know. uh, I've performed in a lot of theaters over the years, and some of them, they've got a big thrust stage that goes out there, and some of them have an orchestra pit. And the issue with the orchestra pit is it's a pit, and it has covers that go over it. And these covers, if you try to set up on top of them, if you tap your foot or if you have a microphone that you're singing on or just about anything, if you're on the cover of these pits, it's just a big hollow sound, so you have to go behind the pit. So oftentimes, that's a good solid 8-12 feet that you're back from the edge of the stage and then from there you you might have another 15 feet before you have the first row so ours is very intimate it's really exceptional in that regard so aside from the intimacy what else do you think is really special about this venue its origins 
first and foremost, you know, we have a story to tell. Warren and Betty, and with the help of Carol and Sneed, and, you know, in those early days when they were writing these historical musicals that really helped make a connection between the people who are residing here and what took place before us, an appreciation of the Native Americans, of those that toiled ahead of us, you know, to just forge and make these communities and and try to save what's good and try not to disrupt the environment too much. We really felt like we were doing something that was meaningful. And that, together with the community coming forward, you know, these shows like Souvenir Views, Riding the Wind, Whistle Coming In, you know, Warren and Betty, they're right in people's homes and they're hearing these stories. These are first-hand accounts or maybe second-hand accounts of what grandpa told them or grandma told them. And they've got, you know, the wonderful visuals that Betty puts up there and Warren in his songs synchronized to these visuals, that kind of thing. And then just the energy and the volunteerism of putting this all together in this beautiful locale on this base of this little ski hill basically in the woods, away from the sound of the city, away from the sound of traffic and of uh, sirens and that kind of thing. You know, you're there sometimes and a squirrel runner across the stage right in front of you <laughs> during a performance. Uh, you got the northern lights up ahead sometimes at night. And of course, you know, it's not always perfect out either. And that's quite an element too, you know, because you're in, it's like a big ship. In many ways, you've got a boatload of canvas up there. You got a bunch of lines that are holding it in place. You got a bunch of poles that are holding it up there. You know, so it feels very. It has the feel of of a sailing ship. Many times, it also requires all hands on deck to keep this thing up and keep it all working and keep it tuned right. There's just a lot there. One thing I wanted to interject, I don't know if people realize that Big Top is a nonprofit organization. And so because the house shows that are part of the core of, of what Big Top does are combining the history and culture of our area to educate the public about these amazing stories that people have to tell, because they do that in such a really great way, like Philip said, with the, with the visuals of these historical photos up on a big screen behind the act as they're on stage. It's just such a really cool and unique experience. And it has that element of just something really special that you don't find anywhere else that I know of. Balancing that, of course, with surviving and making enough money to continue on. And the Big Top has really done a good job evolving and bringing in big names to help sell tickets to make sure that the whole operation stays afloat. So what are some of the highlights of this year? The one that I'm most excited about is Jackson Brown. Oh, I love him. He's been a hero of mine, and he's not been up there. Brandy Carlisle is going to be a big thing. Kenny G, first time ever coming. Buddy Guy is coming here again. Excellent. As is Mary Chapin Carpenter. A new act is Blues Traveler. The Guess Who, Rufus Wainwright. When Rufus Wainwright, when his dad showed up, I was on top of the tent the first time the tent was assaulted by hail. That was <laughs> Loudon Wainwright the third. I don't know if you remember him. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but he also, I remember back laying in my tent when I was a little kid listening to the Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic, which was a song by Loudon Wainwright the third about the captain of the Titanic smoking pot, and that's why he smashed the boat up, you know. Oh. But that was funny as hell. Rewriting Um, history a little bit there, huh? (laughs) Yeah. But there'd be a number of of our original productions, like the Big Top does the Beatles. Oh, the new show that Jan Lee put together called Superior. We're going to do Wild Woods and Waters again. Ronnie Millsap's coming the first time ever. Son Volt and Pokey Lafarge. My favorite last year was Asleep at the Wheel. They're coming back, as is Lyle Lovett, John Hyatt. There's a lot of acts. 
Are there any performers that really like coming just about every they year? They all do. Well, just imagine, you're on the road, pick a city. You're going to be parking by a curb. You're going to be going into a place that's dark. Right. You know, you're going to be there all day. You know, maybe you go out the front door, maybe you go down to a coffee shop, but you're just, you're in a city. You know, that's generally where most of these theaters are located. Whereas they get up here, boy, they get out all of a sudden, you realize that they got a bike that's hidden underneath the bus, or next thing you know, they're riding the trails, or they're, you know, making a trip down and swimming in the lake they're barbecuing playing frisbee playing catch they get you get to be outside and they love it do you find that it's easier and easier to book big acts now that some of the performers are getting to know big top you know we've always been a very professional venue with limitations on how big a house we can have so there's decisions like that that have been out of our control if for instance we're too small and and location is a big thing if you've got a tour and you're going to be in chicago then you're going to be in milwaukee and then you you're going to be in Minneapolis. It hasn't been so much an issue of whether they wanted to do it or not. It's whether they can make the numbers work. Exactly. You know, I, you know there's one story that comes to mind, and, and it was uh, Willie Nelson. A manager said, look at this beautiful bowl here. If they were to just put up a big stage, you know, on the hillside, we could probably get a few thousand people on the hill here. And Willie replied, why? <laughs> this is already perfect. <laughs> awesome. Now, I understand there may be plans in the works for a new venue, and what's the timeline? Uh, the timeline would be within the next few years. We're faced with a, a couple of things. First and foremost is we've been using a canvas tent in the past, and that technology is, is a thing of the past. They've removed the actual qu equipment that was used for sewing tents. They don't even have the talent there that knows how to sew, sew tents. This is a dying art. Right. Everything is now vinyl. We don't intend to just put up a vinyl tent, though. We intend to put up a structure that will remain up, that will have the feel and the acoustics and as much character of the old tent as we can. You know, we really want to try to stick to the old story as best as we can. We're expecting it to be a little bit bigger than what we have, maybe seating about 1,200 instead of 950. The property that, that we've purchased is adjacent to the ski hill. Well, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful, and you say it'll just be a few more years, right? My best guess would be maybe two years more where we are. Okay, well, Philip, quickly, what's the best way to find out about performances and schedules for this season? Bigtop.org online. They can call us at 888-BIG-TENT and get on our email list. And we also want to remind you, too, that we have a Tent Show Radio, which is a program that was started recording in 1993. That's been on every Saturday night, Wisconsin Public Radio at 7 o'clock, and a number of other stations around the country. And at our website, bigtop.org, we have a Tent Show Radio page that features many podcasts, many recordings over 25 years ago. And are you in that as well? Yeah, I was actually, I'm the announcer of that, and I do some other things associated with it. I also wanted to mention just a couple of things about the Big Top. Is, as it is a nonprofit, we do have a lot of sponsors, and they also make it possible that we have this free shuttle service coming from Ashland, Washburn, and Bayfield. We also have a free family series. We also have a Big Top Idol Night featuring, you know, local artists, and that's just been a blast. Native American Night, Pine Politics. So there's quite a bit going on there besides the paid events. Well, thank you so much, Philip. We're really looking forward to another great year at the Big Top. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you, and uh, we'll see you up at the Big Top. I'd love for you to sing to me again, but I guess we, we probably should move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll do a meet and greet when you come up, Nancy. Exactly. Okay, thank, thanks, Nancy and Mary. 
Thanks, right. Philip. Thanks, Philip. And Mary, when we come back, you're going to share some of the events coming up in Bayfield County, and we'll get a preview of Bayfield County Wild in June. Sounds great. Studemeyer's Four Seasons Resort has been a family tradition since 1964. Nestled along the shores of Lake Nemecogan near Cable, Wisconsin, Studemeyer's features three cozy and comfortable lodge rooms and 11 lakeside cottages and homes. The two to five bedroom cottages and vacation homes include a custom fieldstone fireplace, cable TV, free water. Wi-Fi, complete kitchen, barbecue grill, deck, picnic tables, and private pier. Enjoy great fishing on Lake Nemecogan or stop in for a visit by boat, ATV, or car to have a drink at the bar in the main lodge. Studemeyer's is also available for scenic lakeside weddings and events. To check out the accommodations with a virtual tour or to make a reservation online, visit the website at the number 4seasonresort.net. More information and photos are also available on Facebook. Scenic Drive Resort in Iron River, Wisconsin is a perfect retreat for anyone who wants to enjoy a scenic escape. This small, rustic resort nestled in the Schwamigan Nicolay National Forest has more than 35 acres of magnificent trees and open spaces, including 1,100 feet of shoreline on birch-lined Lake Delta. Walk along the footpaths and observe the abundance of wildlife and birds, and listen to the loons. Even if you're not staying at Scenic Drive, stop into the lodge for some really great food. From burgers and fries to award-winning ribs and tasty sides, you won't be disappointed, especially if you enjoy your meal on the deck overlooking the lake. Kick off your shoes and relax. That's what it's all about at Scenic Drive Resort. Make your reservation by calling 715-372-4336 or email the owners at relax at scenicdrive.com. Welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. Mary, what are some of the fun events coming up this month? Sure, we have lots of fun events as usual coming up in Bayfield County in May. People who love to get excited about gardens are going to have a lot of fun heading to all the greenhouses in the area. One of the biggest places to go is Hauser's. They call it the Red Barn Plant Sale. And you can buy all of these bare root trees and plants that, you know, they grow in the farm surrounding and then they put it out for sale. I bought lots of uh, my raspberry canes there a couple years ago and they have just been awesome. So Hauser's Red Barn Plant Sale goes through the whole month of May. And then there's a native plant sale down at the Cable Natural History Museum towards the end of the month. And then lots of other smaller greenhouses throughout the county. You know, it's a great place to go and buy your Mother's Day gift is uh, get a nice flowering basket. Good idea. Tetzner's here in town. I know there's a couple in Iron River, down in Barnes. So lots of great places to get out and about and get excited about gardens and springtime. And then for the mountain bikers out there, we've got, it's a race called the Hungry Bear 100. And (laughs) It actually takes place on all of the gravel forest roads throughout the Schwamigan Nicolay National Forest down in the southern part of the county. There is a specific group of people who love to ride on gravel roads. It's a thing. Um, so this race has uh, been there's a lot of scraped knees at the end of that. You know, race, there yeah. very well could be. And, and it's <laughs> funny because, you know, they do say to come equipped for anything, you know, bring your own little first aid kit. Exactly. I, yeah. So it's an adventure and really adorable T-shirts. And then you get a slice of pie at the end. There's a new pie shop down and cable. <laughs> you know, our events seem to always include food, which I love. And then, I, I think any good event has to have food. And I know, right? Yes, yes. The Wisconsin Fishing Opener is always the first Saturday in May, so that's a great excuse to get out on the water, and for people who can't wait to do that open water fishing, now's the time. Again, we have our fishing report on the website now that's updated every couple weeks, so that's a great place to check and see where the fish are biting. And then the Apostle Islands cruises start in oh. mid May. And that's really an exciting time of the year because the warm weather is really coming now, right? When the the cruise service starts their cruise 
cruises. And that does your summers here. It does. It's so relaxing to go out on one of these cruises and, and just have it take you around the Apostle Islands. It's just a really relaxing trip. It's about a three-hour trip for the classic uh, Apostle Islands cruise. And then they do some specialty cruises like a, you know, a, a sunset cruise. And some of them go to specific islands where you can get out and tour a lighthouse. I mean, those start a little bit later in the season, like in early June then. So lots of fun things going on. You can always see all the details of what's going on, of course, at TravelBayfieldCounty.com or on our Facebook page. One of the things that caught my eye is mid-May to mid-June is Bayfield in Bloom. Now that sounds absolutely gorgeous. Tell us about it. Sure. Um, Bayfield in Bloom uh, takes place up in the Bayfield area. And the Chamber of Commerce started this event by purchasing a huge number of daffodils and had uh, the area residents and businesses plant daffodils. And they've gotten up to well over 50,000 daffodils that have been planted, you know, as you enter town and then along the highway as it goes through town. And it's just um, brilliant, you know. Yeah, it's spectacular, when you hit I'm it, sure. When you hit it just right and everything is is blooming, it's really awesome. And, and what it does is it draws attention to the fact that there are some really neat things going on in the springtime. And it, it gives people an excuse to come up and see some beauty as well as take in some fun events. Larry Mueller usually comes up and does a live broadcast of his garden talk show, WPR. And that's kind of exciting to be right there in the live audience as he's doing the broadcast from the Bayfield Pavilion. That's part of what happens. There are garden tours where um, local, again, businesses and residents offer up their private gardens to be a part of a garden tour where uh, the chamber puts a map together and you go on a self-guided garden tour at all of these different places with beautiful gardens. So it's really just a pretty time of year to be up here. It is. And it's also the start of running season. So what are some of the big running events? Actually, there's a, a marathon out on Madeline Island. It's a marathon and a half marathon. The full marathon is a Boston Marathon qualifier. And so it's really popular. And then there's another uh, 5K event that takes place up uh, on the South Shore. And that's a fundraiser for uh, a local nonprofit. So those are just the beginning. There's another one that comes up in June, the Spider Lake Run in Iron River. Once the runs get going... You just you keep know, on running. Exactly. They just <laughs> keep on running all season long. And then what's Eat, Drink, Washburn about? Sure. Again, it's about food. We <laughs> we want to really um, highlight the area restaurants and uh, the Washburn Area Chamber of Commerce puts together a passport that you can take around to area restaurants when you're in town. And if you spend $10 at a restaurant, They'll give you a stamp on your passport, and if you get three stamps, you get entered to win a $50 gift certificate to any of those participating restaurants. So it's it's sort of an incentive to get out there and uh, and visit our area restaurants. And it's pretty easy to hit three restaurants when you're up visiting for a couple of days. So I would encourage everyone to uh, take advantage of that opportunity to, to win a $50 gift certificate. Exactly. And all these things that you mentioned, you know, this is what I mean about Wisconsinites making the most of every single day. And, and, and I love next month's topic, uh, waterfalls and hiking. Are there a lot of water Waterfalls in Bayfield County? You know, we do have quite a few waterfalls. We have a few that are really beautiful and worth the trip. And Lost Creek Falls, which is one of those waterfalls up in near Cornucopia, the Forestry and Parks Department has recently done some uh, improvements there. So we'll have we'll go into lots of details about all those great waterfalls and, and then all the hiking trails. We have over 35 hiking trails just in Bayfield County. June is a perfect time to start really getting out there and enjoying all those hiking trails. And how many miles of hiking would you say there is? 
I would say hundreds, if not thousands of miles of hiking trail. We have the North Country National Scenic Trail. It goes across the entire width of Bayfield County. So that one trail alone is over 100 miles, I would say. Exactly, exactly. Wow. All right. Well, thanks, Mary. We're going to definitely look forward to all the things happening in May and June. Sounds great. And to everyone listening, if you like what you've heard, we'd like to have you share, review, and subscribe to Bayfield County Wild. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have all the links and resources available in our show notes. And on behalf of Mary and myself, thank you for listening to Bayfield County Wild. Bye-bye.